Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Live. Welcome everyone to the House of David Ministry. I'm Pastor Keith Allen. I'm Pastor Summer Allen. And this week's Bible study is based on vocabulary. Yay! <laughs> so last week we all agreed to uh, look up some, some words that were given out. So somehow I ended up like three or four. <laughs> so I'm going to be quick because I don't want to take up all the time. And I know Tina says she has a lot of stuff for the word that she has. So until she gets online, she uh, asks to go last because of her appointment. So that being said, I have Petra was one of my words, P-E-T-R-A, which means rock. And it also it led me to Salah, S E L A, S E L A, which led me to Salah, and that's like law, which is in the Psalms. When you see it all the time at the end of a psalm, it says Salah, and that just means to pause or a suspension of music, like a break in the bar or something like that, whoever a musician is. You know, I don't know music that great, but it means a, a pause or a break in the music. So if you were to sing a song like you, song like you should, then you would know what a break is. That's what those salahs are. Okay? And I found that also in the concordance at 5542. The number in the concordance, just in case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. And then my other word was ark. We all know that there were numerous names in the Bible for ark. The ark of the covenant, the ark of Moses. I mean, Noah, I'm sorry. I said Moses, didn't I? Yeah. Ark of Moses and the Ark uh, of the Covenant with, uh, with Moses. Okay? The Ark with Moses is... Noah? No, Moses. Okay. It's Tebal, because when you look them up, there are two different ones as far as the meaning goes. Uh, and that's in the concordance that... 8392. And that one means, you know, box or something of um, storage. storage or gathering. Okay? So the Ark of Noah, Noah's Ark, is found in coordinates at 727. And that represents a chest or coffin, and again, a gathering. And the funny thing is, when you pronounce it in a Hebrew tongue, it sounds like you're saying Aaron, Aaron, A-R-O-N, or you can pronounce with that W-N sound coming out, Aaron. So like Aaron's name, like the high priest. It's an ark. It's a covenant, like Jesus said. You knock this temple down now where we build it in three days. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a gathering of souls like Noah's Ark was. Mm-hmm. The gathering of souls to save mm-hmm. all of humanity and all of creation actually. Mm-hmm. So does anyone got anything to say yeah, to you? I thought it was kinda of interesting that you had said that it was a coffin. Mm-hmm. Because 
that represents all those two that are dead in Christ, mm-hmm. you know, that they're kind of like in an arc, you know, until that time yeah. of judgment. An arc, the body is an arc, but right. the soul and the spirit. Right, the right. Faith of the next yeah. age. The next age, right. right. So the soul must be the spirit. So it's something, something to house you in. Right. So I told you I was going to make it fast and easy and quick, so those are my three words. <laughs> <laughs> you get three words? I get three words because uh, my family members felt that the need to keep giving me words. <laughs> we felt like he didn't he didn't have enough words. <laughs> oh, we still can't even see you.
um, you know, come and you'll thirst no more. You know, once you receive the Spirit, you're going to stream like living water out of you. Um, just trying to think of what else. Um, but that's pretty much it. I just thought it was, you know, immediately thought of that Ezekiel passage where it was this life-giving water where the trees grow up out of, you know, along its banks. We have this fruit, and everybody wants to be there. It's just this fertile, um, the river that makes this land very fertile and full of life. And, um, so, yeah, that's what I have <laughs> on the Jordan River. Did you know portions of the Jordan River are actually emerald green? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. The water is actually emerald green. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I was looking at some pictures like the Sea of Galilee, and that's like really beautiful, you know. Yeah. So when you, when you speak of life, when you think green, because green is life. Yeah, you think, yeah. Yeah, you know that life is in something if it's got the green. Mm-hmm. So, and I just said that part is very very powerful. Yeah. Remember, as you came up out of the water, it says the Holy Spirit ended up upon him. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it it, it means a lot. That's why I say she had a good one. um, What kind of stood out to me in what you were saying was everything that um, was done there and, um, Surrounding around it was all done by faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally, each and everything that you mentioned, it was all a faith, a faith step. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They walked, you know, to the water by faith. They, you know, waved his wand by faith. You know, they baptized by faith. You know, um, you know when the, you know, when the Lord was working, everything was done by faith. So that's a lot of strength. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's a good point. Mm -hmm. You said you had something to read? I was just going to read a little bit from Ezekiel. You know, where I just talk about where, hold on. The water flows towards the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah, where it enters the Dead Sea. When it empties into the sea, the salty water there becomes fresh. Forms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be large numbers of fish because the water flows there and makes the salt water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. Yeah. So. And that, that's very interesting because if, if, if you don't know anything about the, um, the, the, the Dead Sea, is as she, she was saying, when the, when the river Jordan flows into it, the, 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 the creatures in the sea come that spot because literally the Dead Sea is, you talk talking salt water, that stuff is like, it's white and nothing lives in it. So when the river flows into it, it gives it life and they come to that, they come to, again, to those living waters. Mm. And did you know that you automatically float in, um, in the Jordan, you, you automatically just float to the earth? So, for, um, for salt, you know, for the Dead Sea, I should say, from the salt that they, that they automatically, it automatically just rise to the top. Yeah. <laughs> like walking on a water rank. <laughs> Same thing in the salt. Really? Wow. Got my salt. Got my salt. Wow. All right. Cool. Okay. Great. Great. Good Thank you for that, that verse.
um, doesn't, nothing does not have meaning. Everything has meaning. You know, if we, if we are open to receive it, we're open to see it, you know, God will show it to us. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's amazing now because if you can remember back then when you looked at these scriptures, you didn't see any of that. <laughs> you know, you just looked at it and like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was where he was reading or something that someone recited to you. But now it is valuable, you know, and now it makes sense to your own life and your existence. Nice. <laughs> so my word was Bethlehem. So um, I'm going to tell you a couple things I got from that. And Bethlehem means house of bread or house of meat. And some even called it the house of war. And um, house of bread to me, you know, speaks volumes because of, you know, um, Jesus being born there. And um, because he's he's feeding us, you know, the word. He's the word, and the word is what we eat. You know, so he, so is, so if 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 your father is a baker, then you come from the house of bread. You know, <laughs> so you know, so uh, and then him saying house of meat. You know, the richness of it. You know, um, that it's not something that's not, you know, malnourishing, but it's so nourishing and so um, so rich. So the original name for Bethlehem was Ephrath, E-P-H-R-A-G-H, um, which had the same meaning, um, but it was, it was called that. And it was also called Bethlehem Ephrath, and then it was called Bethlehem Judah. <coughs> Um, it was also called City of David. And the um, the references for that um, is, you know, Bethlehem itself was, um, or Ephrath is um, in Genesis 35, 16 through 19, um, 48 and 7. Also mentioned in Ruth as well, because when Ruth um, was traveling back with Naomi, you know, she was traveling towards um, Bethlehem, and that's where, she met her Boaz, you know, and, you know, life began for her, you know, and she started to really truly believe who God is. And because she believed, you know, um, a line was built. And you think about that, though, too, of saying how the bread, there was all these different, it was the line of God, you know, the line of, uh, of, of Jesus, you know, came through there. So um, it, it was the beginning, you know, again. You know, and um, a rebirthing even through roots, you know, um, of of that living bread. And then um, Bethlehem Ephrath was in was in Micah. Um, you know, they were always talking about the times of war and the times around the, the things that happened there. Um, you know, places have always been taken over and turned over and taken over and turned over again. So it was also called Bethlehem Judah in 1 Samuel 17 and 12. And then lastly, in um, in, in uh, Luke, you know, they called it City of David because um, David, you know, um, was a king and it belonged you know, or he had his reign there, you know. So it was uh, a very rich city, you know, it had its ups, its ups and downs, but it has produced much. Very much so. Very much so. So that's as much as I had <laughs> from my study, but... Um, yeah, but wait, when they call it... Uh, Bethlehem Judah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when the kingdom got split, um, it was a north and south kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> Judah was always like apart from everything else that was going on with the children of Israel. That, that was like 
the, the no-touch zone. Like, no matter what was going on with them, Judah always remained kind of separate from the, the chaos that was going on with the children of Israel and the other kingdoms. So it would be life abundantly there, meaning bread, you know. Uh, so you have to... And then, too, when you think about Jesus being born there, he's called Lion of Judah. You know, so it kind of explains a lot that, you know, that he is the king of Bethlehem. And it's, and it's funny even when you say that, though, too, because that's who the Jewish nation was looking for, was the king. Yeah, but well, they, they tried to crown him king, and he rejected it. And I got say that the kingdom would never depart from, like the kingship would never depart from Judah. Never depart from Judah. Yes, he did. Absolutely. Judah was always that strong part of the uh, Israel nation that just always flourished when the, like I said, when the kingdom split and it got overtaken and all this other craziness, it still was there. Not all cities can say that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, here's a question I got for you guys. With the words you you looked up, right, and you both came up with scripture, like anyone would, you know, you come up with scripture to back up your findings. Would you be able to elaborate? Using the word you got in the scripture you have, could you elaborate for like 15 minutes? This, it's a question. I'm not telling you to do it. Could you do that? Yeah. Where are you, Mandy? I could try to find some more scriptures. <laughs> no, not about scripture. But <laughs> you could read. No, not scripture. <laughs> could you elaborate on the topic at hand for like 10, 15 minutes? I don't know. I can try. So what you got and what you know of God's word and the trials and tribulations of life, could you relate it to something that's going on in not even your life but maybe someone else's? Or even life situations, circumstances. People go through hard times, you know, they are... The drinking of water. So, could you could you do any of that? It's just an elaboration, like, hey, let me talk about this for like 10, 15 minutes. Pretty much not like we already did. I mean, I guess what comes to mind is like this life-giving water, and you know, the trees are growing up from the, the banks, and they're just lush. They're full of life. They've got healing powers. They've got all this stuff, and you know, anywhere near the water is where you want to be. You know, and I see hurting people, you know, especially close to me, and they're they're resisting it. I'm like, this is what you need. This is where life is. This is where you should focus. This is what what I want people to see. What you get, this life, this fulfillment that you get through Jesus, you know, and how do you make people see that? You know, you just can try to to guide them and and pray for them, but um, that's what I, I think that's what strikes me is like how you know you see this life, you can see the difference in, in what that Jesus makes, you know. So why are you resisting? <laughs> um, and, and the reason why I said that and I asked that question was because if you can do that, you have just created a sermon. Oh. Is that my sermon? <laughs> All it takes is a topic, a word, or anything. You find some scriptures and you relate it to life. And you allow the Lord to to begin to um, allow you to see, you know, even, you know, through your testimony, also, like you were saying, through other people, how that word applies. And then just like anything else with the Lord, when you step forward or step out on faith, he'll meet you. And you won't 
ever let your word fall to the ground if you step out on the table. So this castle number of Rosette is going to park for me. That's there right. There we go. That's right. There That's you right. Hey. That's right. I think we um, had uh, some callers call in. I'm sorry we had you guys muted by accident, but you're unmuted now. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys want to announce yourself so we know who we have online? It's it's me. Oh, hi. Hello, me. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I just got on dialysis. Hey, I'm driving home now, <clears throat> but um, I don't have all, I, of course I can't look at my na- notes right now, but my word was Israel. That was what my word was. Yeah. And, um. Israel. Israel. Yes. Israel was my word. So it means strives with God. <clears throat> now, there's a couple of different types of meanings. But that was the most prominent meaning out of all of it. If you go to Genesis, um, I want to say it's 32, verse 28. That's when Jacob's name was changed to Israel by God himself. And um, it goes a little bit more in depth if you go to uh, Genesis chapter 35, verse 10. So basically, because um, I don't have my notes in front of me, uh, Jacob was got into a wrestling match with an angel. Yes. And... Um, after fighting for a day, the angel asked him, why do you keep on? And I can't remember exactly why he said, because I don't have my notes in front of me, excuse me, because I'm driving. But um, <clears throat> he didn't want to stop. And he he's to- like, I'm not going to stop until, I get my, until, I, until you bless me. That's what it is. He's like, I'm not going to stop wrestling with you until you bless me. And so that's when God changed his name right then and there to Israel. And uh, like I said, the E-L in Israel uh, means God, and the beginning means strives with. Um, I had a lot more notes to go with it, and I apologize because I am driving, but um, that was the word that I got. El Shaddai. I'm sorry? El Shaddai. Another name for God. Okay. Did you have anything else? I do, but I I don't want to paraphrase. I don't want to uh, confuse what else I had about it because I I found a a lot of stuff. Because, of course, he is um, the father of Israel. He had the 12 sons that were uh, promises that God gave him that he would birth kings and all of his sons were heads of the 12 tribes. Um, There were other things that was promised to him. And there's other meanings to Israel, but that's if you want to go the Hebrew meaning versus the Greek meaning versus uh, the Ethiopian Orthodox meaning. There's meanings in those two where one will say prince of God and another one, the other two said different things. But the main one that I wanted to get across was the fact that the strives with God. Um, I took that as he wanted to definitely ensure that he would have a relationship with God and he was trying to prove and this is what I just got, that, you know, he wasn't going to stop trying to strive for that relationship until it was a two-way street. Most people, you know, want, 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 but in this I think that he gave of himself because right after that he created this pillar 
you know, and, and gave a drink offering and sealed it. And there's other things that he did along, but that's what I got from this study. Uh, whenever, whenever you're um, um, talking about um, God and how he names things, we always say, you know, there's always purpose in, yeah. in, the, uh, in the, um, the tongue of the Hebrew. There's always purpose in a name. And they don't just yep. name them. Oh, this sounds good. No, they don't do that. They name them for a purpose. Okay? And for, for God, he names things a certain way as well. You know, two of his high angels are Michael and Gabriel, and both of their names end in the E-L, which is of God. Yep. Okay? So you got to think of the purpose in which Gabriel and, and Michael have. Okay, that E-L means something of God, whatever the name is of God, you know, house of God, or whatever it is it may be. Yeah. But the purpose behind the name is very, very important because that is your purpose in life. That is your fulfillment. That is your godly duty to this thing. Gets. Okay? Just like I said, just like Judas, <laughs> if you guys actually read through the uh, New Testament, you will realize that Jesus himself had a brother. Okay? But Judas Iscariot's name forever and always held that last name anytime we spoke of him. And uh, like I told you guys many times, that Iscariot meant assassin. So there's meaning in the name. So you go from Jacob to Israel, that was his blessing. And what you did, I reflecting from him. So God changed that name and made him engrafted of himself, Israel, of God, that he yelled. So that is a highly obtained blessing. That he was not, he's like, look, I, I don't been through some mess, man. You ain't leaving here without giving me a blessing. And then the yeah. angel touched him and threw his hip out of socket. He still wouldn't let go. He's like, no, I don't care. My hip's out of socket. I'll limp on over to you and we'll continue this another day. It was really funny when I read it because, like I said, it, you know, he was like, you know what, I, I'm just not going to let go, you know. And it just made me think, you know, when we generally pray and ask God for things, you know, in that striving, you know, in that belief that he had, you know, because he was like, I'm, I've seen God. I've seen the face of God, you know, because um, he named that spot. And I can't remember what the name of it is right now because I don't have my Bible in front of me. I apologize. But it, it just like, seemed like that he, that he named the place Pen, Peniel. Peniel or something like that. And then, uh, yeah, so... Like I said, I apologize for not having my notes in front of me, but um, that's what I got from reading this is that, you know, don't give up. You know, if if there's something that that you want from God, you know, you have to put 110%, which I think this guy definitely did, um, to be struggling that long, you know, and then your hip gets you know, placed out to this very day, you know, Jews do not eat that part, that sinew of an animal to this very day. And it just spoke volumes to me that what are you willing to go through, you know, to have a relationship with God? What are you willing to do? Yeah, and, and it all falls down to my, my wife's favorite word, or one of her favorite words, <laughs> is you have to tarry. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. have to tarry. You, you have to allow yourself mm-hmm. to be sitting there in that praise moment, in that worship mm-hmm. moment, in that 
thankfulness of God and waiting on sometimes it doesn't it doesn't come easy. It doesn't come in a blink of an eye. It doesn't come with you just praying for two minutes and getting up. Sometimes you do have to tarry for a minute for something to happen. So that's, that that is a, a life lesson that we all can take with us, that, you know, sometimes we need to put more into our efforts well, above also, and beyond. But he also says some things come by fasting and prayer. Right. So he's telling you that, you know, I'm not going to just let everything come so easy to you. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, when we first get saved, yes, you are like the favorite child. <laughs> Most things that you ask for start to come, all these miracles start happening. Are you still in your faith? He wants to make yes. you stay in your faith. And then as you get older in the Lord, <laughs> it gets to be a little bit. Tougher. He's trying to. He's trying to make you a soldier. Right. Because now um, you know better. It's like right. now you always say, "Well, you Right. You know better. You're this old. You right. know better. You know better. So, <laughs> yeah. He's like telling you that you know I'm acquiring more, which is something to not necessarily see as a task, but to be honored mm-hmm. to even think about that. God saying, "I'm acquiring more of you." You know, to even have God to even think about you specifically, you know, to me is such a deep thing because we are not only just in a world of people, we're in a galaxy, a universe, you know, of possibilities. So, you know, for God to say little old you, you know, he's got so much, you know, going on. And then I totally agree with what Tina was saying about wrestling, you know, and, and just saying I'm not going to give up. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I know when, like, you're sanitarian for the spiritual gifts, that's genuinely how you have to do it unless you were just in that right mindset to just say, Lord, you know, I, you know, give you, you know, my all, my humble myself, I believe you, all of you know, everything's right, you know, for, you know, at that moment. If not, you probably just like me, where you can, you know, Harry, 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 and ask her, please, 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, what I was thinking of is like the nation of Israel as a whole, like this whole wrestle with God, this trend with God, because there's always been that faithful remnant saying that I just just clung on and said, "Look, I'm not, you know, we're we're not dying now here. Yeah. We have faith in God. We know He's going to bring us through this." And the, the Jewish people, the Israel, the nation of Israel is still here. Yeah, yeah, and they ain't going to give up. Not at all. Not at all. Like some of these football teams around here. There you go. That's your service. Related to real life. They they definitely inherited that that stubborn streak of Jacob. That is for sure. They are definitely (laughs) these people.
they, they opened their papers the next morning and found out that the Raiders won the game, and, oh, it caused a frenzy. <laughs> so this is why when sports happens today and it goes into overtime, into double overtime, the game does not get taken off the air. So the schedule programming has to wait. Because it's all about, believe it or not, if you look at it, it is about you having faith in something, faith in your ability. Those guys that are on that football field, basketball court, wherever you are, tennis, wherever, they believe so wholeheartedly that I don't care if I'm down by this much. I think that I can come back and win this. I think that I can come back and do what needs to be done with this. And I've seen it happen numerous of times. I've seen teams down. 35 points mm-hmm. with not much time left, and they won. So it's, it's all about a faith, the faith within you, just like Abraham had that faith to leave his family, to say, you know what, all the odds are against me, but I'm going to believe mm-hmm. in this thing, this God, this, this, this being that tells me to leave my family, go out, and everything that he worked for, everything that he walked out on faith for, he never got to physically see in the in the flesh. But everything Abraham did set up everything that we are today. But he's he's watching from heaven, I'm sure. But in the flesh, you gotta think for a man's like, I'm doing all this for what? I'm not gonna get to see it. You're trying to tell me what I'm doing now. I can't it's not gonna happen. Nothing's gonna be I have to wait another five hundred years or a thousand years for for, for this to manifest. How many of us would actually want to live that out and say, I, I, I'll be willing to do that? Because when we do something, we want to see the fruits in, in, of our labor like right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. So. I, I think it's also about not losing hope. Yeah. Like, like keeping the faith but not losing that hope. And, exactly. Like, well, this was really bad. I'm just throwing it out.
I want to give you the only reason why is everyone who looked up a word, they came across a city or a place. And I want to dig deeper on that. Okay? So the first of the cities that we came across in our research for our word of the week, let's dig deeper on the geography of that location. Yeah, but there's more history behind that. Okay. Um, my mind? Yes. Please, um, can answer where my word led to. Okay, so let, let's do that. Um, yeah, I'm about to give Kathy, okay, Israel, what you have? Bethlehem. Um, Kathy, you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. You don't have to look up Nazareth. Not last, but Nath, like Nazarene. Okay. okay. That was my first time. I was like, what just happened? Okay. <laughs> that, was, that was creepy. Okay. <clears throat> Uncle Brian? Yeah. You're going to get a word, too. I'm going to give you... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you, you need to be my father. <laughs> uh, Actually, no, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, uh, I want you to look up silver. Silver? Silver, yes. Okay. It will be, trust me. Now, Kaprama, you get one too. No, he gets tabernacle. I need them to get their words so it leads them to a place because they haven't done it. So I have to give them something. Okay? So what's my place exactly? There's lots of places <laughs> along the Jordan River. Start from where it, it began. Okay. All right. That's very important. If you look up several Uncle Brian, that should that should lead you. I'm just gonna tell you that should lead you upwards. Okay. Upwards. Yes. That's a, that is a hint of where silver should lead you. Okay. All right. All right. So everyone else has their their, their locale already. So as we, we we did our studies already. So. Let's try and all get here next week on time, unless you guys feel we need to change the date to like a Tuesday or Thursday. No, I'm good. I'm good with Wednesday. Wednesdays are not working for you. Please let us know. Okay? And don't forget, you know, Sundays we're now online as well. Um, we're doing Sundays at 1 o'clock um, Eastern time. So that's 10 a.m. Pacific. Oh, I think it's 11. No, it's 10. It's 10. Okay, so 10 a.m. to keep everybody on the Pacific side some time to get up and uh, participate. We'll be, we, yeah, we'll be on Ustream. Um, I put the, I believe I put it on the Facebook page. I'm not sure. If it's not up. I'll get it up there. Yeah. So you guys will know which, you know, where to go when you go to Ustream. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> they'll be up there. Um, we're going to try to get them move them over to the website. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll uh, own the Ustream. They'll be up there for 30 days. Um, and then, you know, archived anyway. So if you miss them, you can still go, go in there and watch them. Yeah, I'm going to try to make sure I get them up on this. 
to the website. Hopefully. <laughs> okay. All right. Another good study, another good day in the word. Like I said, it's a it's a building block. And I want us to get deeper into meaning, meaningful things of what we're reading. Okay? So we'll get there. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this communion with each other. Um, we came here to learn, and we've all learned something today. God has blessed us all with a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and we know it's a lot more, more than we can ever learn. But we thank God that we have the will to learn and to explore and not be stuck in the same place, but to move on and come closer to you and your understanding and our understanding of you as we may understand, being as we are just the flesh and be our God. We thank God, Lord. We thank you that we have spirit and soul that the invisible is more important than the visible. These things that we see are not, these bodies are not. Only what you cannot see permanently. This will all be gone one day. Flesh, earth, all be gone. We thank you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, for this lesson. In your holy name we pray and thank you. Amen. 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 Well, you guys... Enjoy the rest of your weeks. Be safe out there with the rain and all the other weather. So, and if you need someone, call someone. All right? <laughs> all right. All right. We, all right. we love you guys. You guys love you. Have a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good night. Bye-bye. 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 Good night. Good night. <laughs> good night. 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 Good night.